What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, what's going on, guys? This is a Thursday night edition of the wrap-up show. I apologize if I have to keep the volume a little low. My my son is in the process of going to sleep, my four-year-old. But I want to talk some Aztecs basketball with people here on this Thursday night. Padres, excuse me, Padres. I'm doing a Padres wrap-up show in about 35 minutes. Um, Aztecs rolled last night in the conference opener, the issue being now the health. That's really the storyline coming out of this. Um and we'll give you an update there. Reese Waters with an ankle tweak after suffering an ankle during shoot-around on Wednesday and then re-aggravating it, playing about nine or ten minutes yesterday. And then you also had Miles Bird, who's been playing some really good basketball, including at Gonzaga on Friday night. And he suffered a turf toe injury that he's going to have to deal with moving forward. Now, Brian Dutcher earlier today, on with Darren Smith, San Diego Sports 760, he's typically on weekly, said that, both players likely will be game time decisions on Saturday against UNLV. And I think, you know, paraphrasing here, he also said he felt as if Waters was a little bit closer than Bird. Of course, both players could be critically important. Waters, of course, a starter all year long for San Diego State, uh, has been such a weapon for the Aztecs. You'd hate to go at it against UNLV without him, but we'll see. Again, a game time decision for San Diego State, both Reese Waters and Miles Bird. All right. If you're making your way in here tonight, um, as I've been saying, as we've just gotten this channel off the ground, if you wouldn't mind subscribing, really do appreciate that. We have year-round content for Aztec football and men's basketball fans. Um, if you wouldn't mind smashing the like button, I would appreciate that as well. Also, if you want to support the channel with a super chat, you can do so by clicking the dollar sign below the chat box. I'll get to every single super chat here tonight. Also, if you want to become a member like Sarah just did, thank you, Sarah. That is very kind. Um, you can do so by clicking the join button down below. We have custom emojis. We have badges. We've got some members only exclusive content as well for you. So Sarah, thank you for your membership. For those that are here, 
Thanks for hanging out on this Thursday night. Again, we appreciate the super chats. We appreciate the memberships um, and would love to see in the live chat just in general. Um, as we talk about the Aztecs, 12 and 2 overall, top 25 in most metrics. Not in the AP poll. Maybe that's for another day. Um, but San Diego State in really good position, as is the Mountain West Conference here in 2024. So let's start with Wednesday night, um, where I don't really think you could play much better than San Diego State played. Again, the the, the big story is not staying healthy out of it. And that's really been the story of the season for the Aztecs, where a year ago, San Diego State had the same starting lineup by and large all season long, I think outside of one non-Division one game. This year, you've had one thing after the other, right? Darion Trammell in the preseason, Jay Powell in the preseason was nicked up. You've had Miles Bird dealing with a hip and now turf toe. Reese Waters battled the flu earlier. Now is this ankle uh, sprain as well. Um, I'm probably missing other ailments. Jay Powell suffering a, a nose break. Uh, Kate Alger broke his nose earlier in the preseason as well. So there have been some bumps and bruises. Now, fortunately, they've avoided anything of significance, thankfully, to this point. But they've had players miss games. They've had guys need to you know, sit out occasionally You know, a game here, a game there. Jane Ledee with the elbow uh, missed a game earlier this year when San Diego State survived against UC Irvine. So that really is something that hopefully isn't something that plagues San Diego State all season long. I said earlier today on John and Jim. On San Diego Sports 760, really the only thing that prevents San Diego State from reaching its ceiling this year is, is its health. If the Aztecs aren't fully healthy, then we'll look back and say, well, we would never know because you know this player wasn't available or this player never reached his full potential in 2024. Hopefully that's not the case, right? There's still two and a half months of the regular season. Selection Sunday isn't until, I believe, March 17th. So there's, there's time. And hopefully... San Diego State has his full complement of players available on Saturday. But even if they don't, I mean, even if Miles Bird had to miss a game, even if Reese Waters had to miss a game, hopefully it's not more than that because you've got so much still in front of you with the way this league is playing out, potentially with teams like Colorado State. Um, obviously, you know, Nevada has just one loss. Utah State only has one loss. New Mexico has been very good despite the way they played at Colorado State the other night. UNLV now getting healthier. They've got their two-time transfer that they've had eligible for the last three weeks or so. They beat Creighton with them, um, one of the Boone brothers. So Boise State, you know, has played a very difficult schedule, and their metrics continue to improve. I mean, I think there's seven legitimate teams in this league. I think there's probably five tournament-caliber teams right now in the league, but you never know if someone like Boise, they don't even necessarily have to steal a bid. They can just play well in the league, or UNLV, same thing, if they play really well in the league or potentially challenge on their home floor in March during the Mountain West Tournament. And even the bottom of the league, obviously, we didn't see Fresno State play well yesterday, but there'll be challenges. I mean, if you're playing the bottom of the league on the road, that's not going to be easy. Aztecs will get San Jose State coming up next Tuesday night. Uh, they don't have to go to Wyoming, thankfully. Um, hopefully, they'll have successes on the road against Fresno State and Air Force. But you go back to a year ago, San Diego State's in a national championship game. They beat Fresno, what, 45-43 in the only regular season meeting between the Bulldogs and the Aztecs. So considering that, Considering a year ago the Aztecs scored 45 points in their only meeting against Fresno State, we've seen vast improvement out of this offense. Jane Ledee, first nine or ten minutes yesterday, I, I don't think scored. I think he was 0 for 1 from the field with about 10 or 11 minutes to play in the first half. He finishes with 21 points, a game-high 21 points in 25 minutes. I thought Micah Parrish was just really efficient yesterday. That's really been the player he's been. Good scorer and rebounder. He's second right now on the team in rebounding in his second season with the Aztecs. And then Lamont Butler who 
I think has had a couple of moments here in a couple of games recently where he's really played well, whether it was Stanford at home, 18 points. Yesterday, full control of the offense, I thought 11 points, four of eight shooting, hit a three, was two of two from the free throw line, which is encouraging because that's somewhere he struggled this year, which has been a surprise. He had four assists, no turnovers. So I think Brian Dutcher, when he spoke with him, spoke with me postgame, said the Lamont Butler was in full control um, of the offense yesterday. And I think Butler and Trammell combined for 20 points and no turnovers yesterday. So really encouraging um, heading into this UNLV game, which is critically important. I know all season we're going to say these games are critically important, but at 12 and two and one and oh in the league, if you can hold serve at home, that's going to be so crucially important this year, as I think it is most years in the league because of how challenging it can be to win on the road in the Mountain West, whether you're dealing with good teams, high elevation, unique environments, tough arenas. These are the things that San Diego State has dealt with for 25 years in the Mountain West, but it's only getting trickier because these teams continue to improve and the environments continue to become more hostile as San Diego State continues to make its mark both in the West, in the Mountain West, and also nationally, of course, with getting to a Final Four in a national championship game a year ago. So Aztecs a year ago, the formula to the double, the regular season title and the tournament title, was by holding serve at home. They were beaten one time all year at home last year. It took a Herculean effort, you could argue, from New Mexico to beat San Diego State last year at Viejas Arena. Nathan Mensa, I think, picked up a technical in that game when he fouled out with eight or nine minutes left. Jalen House completely went off, and that was the only home loss the Aztecs suffered in 2022-23. You look at this year, you're going to want to, again, you know, easier said than done, you're going to want to find a way to somehow navigate eight and one at home in the league again easier said than done they're going to take on some really good teams including unlv on saturday at 1 p.m in front of a nationally televised audience on cbs but if you can do something like that if you go eight and one at home and then you're 500 on the road right and you add that up and you're all of a sudden 12 and 6 13 and 5 again easier said than done I, I think you've put yourself in a position because of how tough this league's going to be i think most teams in the league are going to suffer five or six losses i think it's going to be very hard to navigate this league without losing five or six times. And I think the teams that lose five or six teams are going to have um, outstanding resumes. I really do. I don't think they're going to hurt themselves, assuming you lose to the right teams, so to speak, right? You're not losing to the Wyomings and the Air Forces and the San Jose States, but you're losing to the Nevadas and the Utah States and the New Mexicos and the Colorado States and the San Diego States, among other teams. I think you're putting yourself in a position where you've got a lot of opportunities in the metrics, net perspective, quad one and quad two opportunities. And you wouldn't really be hurting yourself if you lose a handful of games or a few games on the road against really quality competition. Again, Fort Collins, Logan, the pit. Um, and of course, San Diego State, you know, hopefully they can find ways to pick teams off on the road. They were able to do it last year. They're typically able to do it. They just picked up a, a marquee. I mean, more than a marquee road win. One of the premier road wins that San Diego State has had in the non-conference really in the history of the school winning in Spokane against Gonzaga is, you know, one of the better non-conference wins you can pick up. So, um, we'll see, but again, so far, so good, close wins in the non-conference, overcoming some minor injuries and really blowing the doors off Fresno state yesterday in front of just a terrific environment. Like it always is inside Viejas arena. I thought Viejas was vintage last night. I thought it was just a terrific crowd, great energy. And again, behind Butler and Tremel and Parrish and Ladie, you didn't need Reese waters, but you know, you're going to need him moving forward. He didn't score because he wasn't fully healthy and only played nine minutes. And then Miles Bird hit a three in the first half, but left after eight or nine minutes as well. And again, Waters, think about what he meant in, in uh, Spokane. 22 points, that huge second half. Just such a great offensive playmaker and scorer. Um, so, you know, he's 
drastically, you know, he's crucially important to San Diego State. Again, if you're with Adam, hopefully it's for a very short period of time. But, you know, you look at what the challenge is going to be on Saturday, and it feels as if you need all hands on deck to beat a UNLV team that beat Creighton by 15 points a couple of weeks ago in Henderson, Nevada. Um, I think it's got the makings of a close game, and I think San Diego State's going to get best efforts a lot this year. I don't know if we saw it from Fresno State the other night. It almost looks like they were shell-shocked a little bit out of the gates, and I think Justin Hudson said that when I read post-game quotes after the game yesterday. Um, but the Aztecs give him credit, shooting 53% yesterday, holding Fresno State to 35%, finishing plus 11 on the boards. Brian Dutcher has said here over the last month where San Diego State has won five straight and hasn't lost since December 5th at Grand Canyon, and the only losses are quad one losses to Grand Canyon and BYU. Brian Dutcher saying recently, we'll go as far as our defense and our rebounding will take us. And I think what he's saying there is A, truthful, and B, a recognition of the improvement we've seen in this San Diego State offense throughout the start of this 2023-24 season. So, for example, right now, and you've heard me say this before, San Diego State in offensive efficiency at Ken Palm is 36th in the country. I think they finished last night actually 34th, but they slipped down to 36th here tonight. A year ago, reaching the national championship game, San Diego State finished at either 74 or 75 in offensive efficiency and finished at fourth in defensive efficiency. Well, this offense has made really huge leaps from 74th to 36th, uh, a jump of 38, 39 spots. And then defensively, it's comparable. It's not identical, but it's comparable. Last year, fourth. This year, right now, 17th. Again, you add up those two numbers. Last year, 74 and four. I think it might be 75 and four. That's a total of 79. The lower the number, the better, conceivably or theoretically. This year, 36 plus 17 is 53. So um, the Aztecs continue to improve. I saw some metrics earlier today that showed that the Aztecs have played like one of the 10 best teams in the country, basically, since the start of December. So it's a team that's got some confidence. It's a team that's really developed its bench, both um, Jay Powell, Miles Heidi. We know the capabilities of Darian Tramel. We saw him start all of last year. Miles Bird off that bench, and they really have established that nine-man rotation here to start 2024. And the only thing that can derail that, again, is injuries. Um, and it's different than the nine-man rotation they were using a year ago because you had more veteran players, probably. Um, but there's a lot of veteran players. I mean, Jay Powell's a fifth-year player. Darion Trammell is a fifth-year player. you got the true freshman post in Miles Heidi. you got the true sophomore in Miles Bird. So it's different, but you're seeing players that I don't think are anywhere near reaching their full potential as of yet continue to improve which is always encouraging and it's something that we always say about a team coached by Brian Dutcher. I mean, we've said it all seven seasons he's been the head coach. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill what's the easiest choice you can make window instead of middle seat picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket outsourcing business tasks you hate what about selling with shopify 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I'm sure people said it a lot under Steve Fisher as well, but you're seeing it play out over these last seven seasons where San Diego State improves, plays its best basketball in February and March. And if that's the case, hopefully San Diego State is really in good position. Again, 12-2 and two overall right now. Um, okay, so if you are here, again, if you wouldn't mind subscribing, just lost, launched this channel this past summer, trying to reach 1,000 subscribers. We might be able to do it tonight with your help, whether – you're here live or on replay. If it's your first time here, if you have not yet subscribed, if you wouldn't mind subscribing, we'd greatly appreciate that. You can hit that um, subscribe button if you wouldn't mind smashing the like button for me here tonight as well. I appreciate that. Again, we appreciate the memberships, like the one that rolled in earlier from Sarah. If you want custom emojis and badges, you can, uh, again, click that join button down below. And also, we appreciate the super chat. Just click the dollar sign below the chat box. I'll get to every single super chat here tonight. And if you're here live or on replay, if you wouldn't want, mind uh, commenting in the live chat or in the comment section down below, I would appreciate that as well. So let me uh, roll through some comments here tonight. If you got questions, if there's something on your mind, I've got about 20 or so minutes um, still to go here tonight. So um, look forward to interacting with some Aztec fans over the next 20 minutes. Paul saying earlier, finally time for an Aztecs wrap-up show. Thank you, Paul. Maria, what's going on? Hi, John and everyone. I'm here, but feeling... I think not feeling too well is what Maria meant. I uh, just wanted to check in, Maria, thinking about you. Hopefully uh, you'll be feeling better come tomorrow. Thank you, Jeff. The Crusher says, don't forget to like and subscribe for awesome Aztec content. Do appreciate that. Yeah, this is what I've heard, Jeff, about Turf Toe, that it's really about managing pain and can be something that can be um, something that can plague you for a period of time. Um, and it's not something that necessarily just goes away immediately. I think there's the possibility that um, there's some improvement, obviously, hopefully in the, the hours and days ahead. But I don't know if it's something that he's just going to have to play through throughout the conference season or it's something that with a little bit of rest over one, three, five, seven days could improve for Miles Burr. But it's something we absolutely need to keep an eye on. We Believe Network, what's going on? Great supporters of the Aztecs. If you want additional content, find them on Twitter. Great resource for, uh, I think I'm going to just say Padres again. My apologies. My mind's everywhere. Uh, but great resource for uh, Aztec fans. Find them on social media. Great way to support the collective's Aztec link. Um, so find them and more information at AzteclLink.com or on social media as well. If you're looking for great sourced content, like the one place to get all your Aztec content, then you got to become a member of the We Believe Network. They say Aztecs did beat UNLV without Lamont and Troy Pulliam at UNLV a handful of years ago. Yeah, I remember that. It was during the COVID year or the year after the season with no fans. So 2020-21, I called that game. I think it was New Year's Eve 2021. Adam Seiko played something like, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, 35-plus minutes a point. It was unbelievable. And Jared Barnett played some minutes in the first half at point for the Aztecs. 
Um, that was an amazing performance. That was an amazing performance, shorthanded, um, and really good recollection. Going back a couple of years, we know, of course, the Aztecs have utterly dominated this series over the last decade plus. Now, they've been tripped up a couple of times. There was, of course, the infamous 26-0 team that lost to UNLV at home back in February of 2020, right? Just before the pandemic when the Aztecs had started 26-0. But the Aztecs are still 8-1 in its last nine home games against UNLV at Viejas Arena. But obviously, you can't take this game lightly. And this is as good of a UNLV team from a talent perspective as we've seen in recent history. And again, it's a team that's capable if it plays its best basketball. And if San Diego State is at all shorthanded, it's capable no question of coming into Viejas Arena and winning on Saturday. So it's it's a big game and not to be taken lightly, and I don't think anyone really is taking it lightly. Um, Doug, what's going on? Thanks for hanging out. Um, Journey, thank you. Hold on real quick, Journey. Uh, Journey says, would you sit out Waters and Bird going against this UNLV team? No, I don't think I don't think you – you want to. It's one of those things where you might have to lose a battle to win a war. I mean, you can't put them in a position where they're not healthy or they could potentially worsen their injury. But um, if they are available or want to go and they aren't 100%, but they wouldn't be hurting themselves and they wouldn't put themselves in a position where it could be something that continues to recur or potentially keep them out moving forward. I think if they feel as if they can play and if they do the rehab necessary to get on the floor, then you're going to you know, want them. I mean, there's no question about it. Uh, Waters, because everything we've talked about, he's been one of the elite scorers in the Mountain West, one of the great pickups in the league, one of the top transfers in the country, and Miles Burr because he just continues to improve. And we saw him play some of his best basketball of his career on Friday night against Gonzaga. So if, if you can get him healthy, if you can get him available, I think it's a huge win. But you can't put yourself in a position where you're hurting yourself long term. That's what we said with Jaden. I mean, they sat him for UC Irvine, nearly cost him the game. I mean, they nearly didn't win, but do you want Jaden healthy long-term or do you want a short-term win? I mean, I think you need to think long-term with the goals that this team has, which is well beyond winning on a Saturday against UNLV at Viejas in January. You've got goals in March. You've got goals at the Mountain West Tournament. You've got Selection Sunday goals. You have tournament goals. Um, and you might have seen a little bit into the psyche of like Lamont Butler last night who had a, a bit of a um, – I wouldn't call it a Freudian slip. It's something that you love to see, but he was asked about like their goals for the season. And he said before saying, you know, we want to win a Mountain West championship. He started by saying the word national, um, which is great. I mean, is there anything you'd prefer to hear from one of your leaders than, Hey, their eyes are set on, you know, a deep run in the NCAA tournament again. So that that's the goal. I mean, when you make a national championship game and you add, pieces and you win the way San Diego State wins among the top you know five programs in the country over the last handful of years your, your goal is a deep run in March every single year so they got to put themselves in a position where they feel like they're not hurting themselves um, regardless of what the result is um, on Saturday against UNLV um, the Silva family says if you know the person that runs the Go Aztecs YouTube account please tell them we want the full press conference for men's basketball you will be our hero okay um, I can I can look into that. I'm not exactly certain how that plays out, but I can I can ask a question. Uh, Drax, what's going on? He says, hey, John, current injuries aside, what concerns do you have with this team and what they may struggle most with during conference play? Thank you for your dedicated work. Um, good question. Um, I think early in the season, it was fair to say they needed more out of their bench, and I think right now they're getting it. Most minutes last night was a bench player in Darion Tremel. So I think the bench is improving. 
I think if you would have asked me, you know, a month ago, I'd say that, you know, they're capable of playing, you know, better defense if they continue to come together as a as a unit. And you've heard players say that, Brian Dutcher say that. I think Micah Parrish has told me that. And you've seen them play some elite defense. They held Fresno State to a season low 47 points yesterday and 34.5% shooting. I think you would have heard at times from the coaching staff, others, maybe myself, that they need to rebound better earlier in the year. But they were plus 11 against a pretty big Fresno State team. They were plus against Stanford. The only, no, not the only two times, but in the two losses they've had this year, they have been out-rebounded. But again, I think if you, if you think about last year's team, and I don't think this year's team is behind, quote-unquote, where last year's team was in terms of its overall arc or development throughout the course of the season. But when you think about last year's team, you knew about its defensive potential. You knew the potential of the team with team with the rim stopper and Nathan Mensa. You knew, you knew they had the potential to be among the best defensive teams in the country. This team, despite not having that same size um, or nearly the exact same experience, right, without like the AGs, without the Nathan Menses, has still been near elite. I mean, 17th in defensive efficiency out of 360 programs is top 5%, right? They're somewhere in that like top four, top 5%. So this is an elite defensive team. I mean, what are they going to look like against? Remember a year ago, they run into these huge centers throughout the NCAA tournament, and they had answers because of Nathan and because of Jaden Ledee, who played a lot of minutes, of course, in the NCAA tournament. But you think about Charles Bediaco at Alabama, right? Huge, wiry center. You think about Ryan Kalkbrenner at Creighton, what, 7'4"? Seven, 7'4 four? Seven, four center. The Aztecs have seen each of the last two NCAA tournaments. You get to the Final Four. I remember um, he's still with FAU right now, that big Russian center, 7-footer. And their, their center off the bench, I thought, was really good. Delgado. Last year, at least against the Aztecs, he was. And then the national championship game, Sonogo and Klingon. So you saw like five elite centers, like five of the top 15 centers in the country. And of course, you had a couple on your own team in Nathan and Jaden Ladee. So in terms of concerns, I mean, if you run into Kalkbrenner, if you run into Klingon, right? If you run into Edie, I mean, Edie's a different level, different caliber, obviously, Um you know, as efficient as any player in the country. And and maybe every team in the country is going to have issues against Edie or Kalkbrenner or Klingon at UConn, but that's that's always going to be a concern. I'm not concerned offensively against those players. I think Jaden has proven he can score against, quote-unquote, larger centers. But uh, will you have consistent stops against, you know, 7-4 scoring threats or 7-3 scoring threats or however tall Zach Edie is? I guess that's it's not something to be overly concerned with right now, but it's something that could potentially – play a role for the Aztecs down the road. Uh, let's see here. Eden, thank you. John, thank you so much for wonderful Aztecs coverage. Really appreciate that. If you wouldn't mind subscribing, I'd appreciate it. Like Romeo, who says subscribe and like. Uh, we can spend a couple of minutes on the AP poll. Eden saying, uh, I called it last week, I knew the AP was not going to rank the Aztecs after a 10-point Gonzaga win. The East Coast bias is strong. I'm going to get back to that in a moment. Before I do that, I do want to remind our viewers right now, real quick, about our title sponsor here on the wrap-up show, my friend Eric Lanier over at Higher Impact Financial. Eric's a San Diegan, the founder of Higher Impact Financial, and he's found in his research that he solves two major problems for people that meet with him. The first is that he's found too many people do not have a financial plan. If they do, it's outdated. And then the second problem is that most of us just don't have clear, defined financial goals. And without clear goals and the clarity needed to achieve them, we all end up stuck. And that can be, obviously, 
problematic. So there is a link down below for Eric's website. Okay. So if you're looking for a financial planner, if you're looking for a financial planner, click the link down below. And if you want to get ready uh, to get better results with your wealth, then you've got to set up a 15-minute call with Eric. His firm is different than anything you've experienced from a financial advisor. And again, you can set up a free 15-minute call with Eric Lanier at Higher Impact Financial. Eric's commitment to you is that no matter what, you'll leave better off than you were before you called. And you can tell him that I sent you. Again, Eric Lanier, the title sponsor of the wrap-up show here on YouTube. So Eric, appreciate your support of the channel. And again, for our viewers here tonight, if you're looking for a good way to support the channel, if you wouldn't mind clicking that link in the description down below, if you have any financial needs, financial goals, looking for a financial planner, please check him out. Eric Lanier at Higher Impact Financial. He will assist in any way he can. He's a huge supporter of this channel. All right, let me get to the super that just rolled in. I'll get back to that ranking conversation in a moment as well. Uh, Mike says, Jim, love your work. I'm John, but thank you, Mike. Appreciate your super chat. Um, he says, any truth to the rumor that Ladie has seven toes on his left foot? Folks in the trolley were saying that's how he moves so well. Um, <laughs> I don't believe that's accurate. I mean, I've never seen his uh, left foot, but that would be uh, somewhat unique, wouldn't it, Mike? Um, but I do appreciate your super chat. Um, unfortunately, I'm unable to answer that one fully for you, but I do appreciate the super chat. And again, if you want to weigh in, if you want to support the channel, you can click the dollar sign below the chat box. And I appreciate the kind words on my work. Um, back to the conversation that we were having about the AP poll. Was I surprised that the Aztecs weren't ranked? Maybe slightly, not overly. Am I concerned about the Aztecs not being ranked? I'm really not. What I'm concerned about is their health. What I'm concerned about is their continued growth. What I'm concerned about is the strength of the league. Um, these are the things that I worry about day in and day out from an Aztec perspective. I don't worry about whether they're ranked 16th or 26th. It has no bearing. Literally, the selection committee doesn't even use polling in its formula to decide who is in or out of the tournament or how to seed teams. There are other much more meaningful actual metrics used by the committee, like the net, for San Diego State right now, I, I don't have it in front of me. It's 21st or 22nd, maybe 23rd in the net. 21st right now in Ken Palm. Um, good across most metrics, 26th in that AP poll. Again, is it? it's a vanity, right? It's something that you'd, prefer, you'd rather be in than out. I think it can be beneficial because you get a little bit more publicity nationally. You're on a bottom line when you're playing that week or the weeks that you're ranked. Maybe from a recruiting perspective, there's some level of value in it. But the way this sport is so metrically oriented, pulling has literally nothing to do with any of that. You could see a team that's ranked that could be 30 spots lower in the metrics or a team that's not ranked that's top 20 in the metrics. So it, this is what I know. There have been a couple of losses this week already from teams between 15 and 25 in the AP poll. Here's my guess. If the Aztecs can win on Saturday, and that's all that matters, that matters tenfold more than whether they're ranked or not or a hundredfold more then they're ranked or not. If they win Saturday, they'll be ranked. Where will they be ranked? I don't know. 25th, 24th, somewhere in that neighborhood. Could you argue they should be ranked higher than that? Yeah, absolutely. You could argue with a victory on Saturday and with their metrics, they could be inside the top 20. It would be easy to argue that with just two quad one road losses. I mean, if the Aztecs didn't challenge themselves in the non-conference and just had a couple of guarantees at home and beat up on you know numbers 280 and 320, in the net, well, then there's a chance they'd be undefeated potentially heading into this UNLV game. But they wanted to challenge themselves. They wanted to put themselves in a position where they could build a resume. They wanted to put themselves in a position to face the type of competition they're going to face potentially in a Mountain West tournament. 
or on the road in this league or potentially in the NCAA tournament. So I love the scheduling philosophy. Um, am I ticked a little bit at some of the polling? Yeah, I mean, it's it's so subjective. And I, I think a lot of the voters probably aren't really qualified to be in that position. I think you see some of the votes that are tallied and a lot of them don't make a lot of sense. But do I lose sleep over it? No. Do I talk about it? Yes. But do I lose sleep over it? No, I really don't. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I'm kind of with Mike. I mean, I think some do, you know, and I am not saying it's easy to be honest. I really don't think it's easy. Um, but you know, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's see here. A couple of more guys. I have about five more minutes. Uh, Steve saying Justin Hudson has not been doing well at Fresno state. And this looks like one of his worst team, worst teams. Do you think he will last at Fresno beyond this year? He was a terrific assistant for the Aztecs. I really don't know the particulars of Fresno. I have no idea. I think he's in the final year of a deal. I know the challenges that this league's going to pre- present for all teams this year, but I, I honestly have no idea. I'm with you. My, um, my first season, Covering San Diego State pregame half and post was Brian Dutcher's first season, which was Justin Hudson's last season as an assistant on the Mesa. Um, and, you know, I, I thought he was an outstanding assistant coach. I thought he did really well um, with the Aztecs in a myriad of ways. I thought he was very deserving of his opportunity with Fresno State. He's had some decent teams. Um, they didn't have a great year a year ago. They gave San Diego State trouble. It's still so early in this year that I don't really know what to make of Fresno State at this point, but it's really hard for me to speculate on his future. It really is. Uh, let's see. It's a great question, Chaz. I don't know. I mean, you know that he's, you know, the top of everyone, every opponent's game plan is stop Jane Ledee or figure out a way in which to play him. Um, and nobody's had a real answer. I mean, I, I think at times maybe, you know, he's been shut down for eight or 10 minutes, but has anyone shut him down for 40 minutes? Not that I've seen other than his elbow when he didn't play against UC Irvine. Um, but can Ladie maintain this pace for an entire season? Dutch seems to be asking a lot from him. I don't know. I mean, I don't think he's asking more than what he should be. You're talking about an All-American candidate in his final collegiate year that just continues to blossom and grow. And Dutch told us last year in the NCAA tournament, this guy's going to be a monster, and he was spot on, right? 21 points, eight rebounds, something like that per game right now for the Aztecs. So, no, I don't think they're asking too much of him. I really don't. In fact, I think his minutes have actually come down since November here into January because of the development of Miles Heidi. So where he was playing 38 to 40 minutes, I think those minutes are coming down where you're going to see him maybe in that 30 to 35-minute range, but he doesn't tire. And he's the type of player you want on the floor and you're better off with him on the floor. So I think he's going to be someone they're going to rely on, hopefully to play those 30-plus minutes throughout the course of the year. Um, hey, John, which Mountain West rival scares you most to challenge the Aztecs for conference supremacy? Just based on what I've seen so far, and this could absolutely change. I watched Colorado State, New Mexico the other night at Moby, and I was really impressed with Colorado State. I mean, we've seen them, AP polling, metrics, only one loss, St. Mary's coming in. But I was really impressed with what they did against New Mexico's defense because New Mexico came in with some good defensive metrics, and they really did play well offensively. Isaiah Stevens is elite. Um, he's one of the best players in this league. I think San Diego State's got a couple of the you know best players in the league as well. But it's hard to discount. It's hard to take anything away from Isaiah Stevens. He kind of falls out of bed, fifteen point seven rebounds. You know that, that's just who he is. And rarely does he have an off night or a bad game. A couple of more here, and they got to run because I got to do a, a Padres wrap up show in a moment. But uh, Doug, thank you. Says Magoon Guat, the seven footer who injured his leg foot prior to the season. I know he will most likely redshirt. Is he healed enough to practice yet? I'm not sure what his status is in terms of practicing as he recovers, like you said, from some type of injury. I wasn't sure. I'm not 
certain of what the extent of the injury was. I wouldn't think that you would see him based on the fact that he's already missed half the year. That's just sheer speculation on my part, but the fact that he was out due to injury, has missed half the year, needed to put on weight, hasn't been fully healthy, you would think at this point he wouldn't be playing in 2023-24, but again, that's pure speculation on my part. And then T-Max saying Gonzaga is ranked, but is at risk of missing the NCAA tournament. San Diego State is not ranked, but barring some conference disaster, should comfortably make the NCAA tournament. AP poll is a popularity contest. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. I think it's a good point. I think it's a very good point. All right, guys, if you wouldn't mind, please subscribe. You're on content for Aztec fans. If you're here on replay, really do appreciate your support of the channel with the super thanks. So would appreciate that um, as well. Please smash the like button for me, and we'll be back. Uh, potentially Sunday night, thinking about wrapping up the UNLV game, looking ahead to next week as well, talking some Aztec football as well. So please subscribe. My name is John Schaefer. Please support our title sponsor here on the wrap-up show as well, Eric Lanier at Higher Impact Financial. If you have any financial planning needs, click the link in the description down below. Aztecs are 12-2, and 1-0 in the league, and you've been watching the wrap-up show with John Schaefer. Thanks, guys. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.